Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Let's get to another player profile, this time Carlos Carrasco on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, March 4th. I am Frank Stamfel, joined by Scott White. And we got a request for Carlos Carrasco via Terrence. So let's take a look at Carrasco from last year. Scott, 3.97 ERA, 1.33 whip. Right at a strikeout per inning. His most innings since 2018. He threw 152. The good... Obviously, the strikeout rate. Swinging strikes, 12.9%. Managed to stay somewhat healthy. The bad, the whip, 1.33. He was very hittable. Three, uh, 337 BABIP against. A lot of good amount of hard contact. 32nd percentile, and his fastball was crushed last year. 331 batting average against with a 549 slug. Scott, what are you expecting from Carlos Carrasco, and do you have any interest as a very late-round sleeper? Well, I loved Carlos Carrasco going into last year. I thought he was a very obvious bounce-back candidate. Um, he had had some health issues in 2021, which led to his awful numbers, same as in 2019. But in between, I mean, 2020 was a, a healthy year for him, and he looked pretty dominant, 291 ERA, uh, 10.9K per nine. More like the Carlos Carrasco we've, seen for most of the last decade so he managed to stay more or less healthy all season made 29 starts and and won 15 games for a very good Mets team but nothing else was that great and in particular the 1.33 whip stands out as just being untenable in the modern game Maybe that'll change with the infield shifts going away. Singles are expected to increase a certain amount. Um, but I still don't think we're going to see a lot of pitchers with an ERA over 1-3 that we consider worth rostering in fantasy. You mean whip whip over 1-3? Oh, whip, yeah. yeah. A whip above 1-3 that we're, we consider worth rostering in fantasy. I look at the individual components for Carrasco, and I still see a lot to like. The swinging strike rate, just broadly speaking, is good. Um, the walk rate is good. Uh, you look at measures like XFIP and FIP, uh, ERA estimators, they're mainly looking at walk rate, strike rate, home run, home run rate, and, and they still suggest Carlos Carrasco's pretty good. 345 XFIP, 353 FIP versus the 397 ERA he actually delivered. But then you look at XERA, which is mostly measuring quality of contact it's accounting for quality of contact in a way those others aren't and uh that's 408 
So that's that may be the more accurate reflection of what's going on for Carrasco. He does allow hard contact. He's always allowed a good amount of hard contact. His fastball is um, not a particularly effective pitch. It's just needed to bring out the rest of his arsenal. Uh, but it, I, he's he's allowing even harder contact now than he used to. I think his stuff has diminished just enough that it's it's put him it's. He's reached a breaking point where he's just too hittable to be somebody that we can count on for ratios help in fantasy. Might still give you volume, might still give you wins, but I don't really see him bouncing back at age uh, 36 this year to to the Carlos Carrasco we had grown accustomed to in, in like 2018 and previously. Yep. The age is getting up there, Scott, as you mentioned, it is a contract year for what it's worth. You know, maybe looking to get paid for another, you know, short-term contract after this year, if he can put uh, a good season together, but Carlos Carrasco, the ADP, this is also kind of a problem, Scott, because he's going at 292. It's very late in drafts, but there's other very interesting starting pitchers going around there. So, Carrasco versus Ross Stripling, Carrasco versus Trevor Rogers, Carrasco versus Tyler Malley. I have somewhat interest in Carrasco, but I can't take him over any of those guys personally. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a range of the draft where you should already have wins pretty well accounted for. If you're chasing at that point, maybe that's the justification for taking Carrasco, but it's a real problem. And, you know, those upside targets, if they make good on their upside they're likely to provide you double digit wins as well. And I agree. I'd, I'd rather shoot for like, I, I don't, I think it's maybe Carrasco delivers a similar stat line to last year. I think that's a reasonable outcome, but I think a reasonable outcome too, is he just collapses as an area over five. We never hear from him again. Uh, while Trevor Rogers, for instance, could bounce back to 2021 numbers and be, uh, like a number three starter for you in fantasy. Yeah. So that per, for for the cost of a, a relatively late pick, I'm pretty much always going to shoot for the upside. And uh, if it doesn't work out, I can find boring types on the waiver wire usually. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.